get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You are listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. Licky Lovegy is known as the Blind Spot Navigator. He's a keynote speaker, and he helps people and organizations discover their blind spots to power performance. With over 25 years entrepreneurial experience, Licky has been acknowledged by leading organizations including Lenovo Canada, Ingram Micro, and Royal Bank of Canada for his ability to redefine networking and his innovative approach to conducting business, giving value to others, and showing people the tools to overcome their barriers. Hey, I'm so glad to have you on the show here. Good morning. Good morning. Um, let me ask you a few questions here. First off, what is your personal definition of success? You know, uh, just being happy and making others happy. It, uh, it's, a, it's a true belief of mine to uh, help others so that they can actually find where they're struggling. And that's a true success for me. Okay, I like that. Can you share what steps you take daily to improve? I know you've accomplished a lot in your career. And- you know, um, Robin Sharma is, a, is, a, is an ideal uh, uh, mentor for me. And I, you know, I read his 5 a.m. club uh, a few months ago. And it came to me because I was having a struggle in the mornings and I never had a routine in the mornings. And I started doing the 5 a.m. club. And so I get up at 5 a.m. I do a 20 minute hardcore cardio workout and then uh, 20 minutes of meditation and self-reflection and awareness. And then I do, uh, well, minimum 20 minutes of podcasting and reading. But uh, that ends up being about an hour. So between five to seven is, uh, is licky time. And that's kind of what I what I uh, focus on, and that sets my tone for the day. And the days okay. I don't do it, it's uh, very difficult. It's it's, it's, it's a t- it's a tough day. Yeah, you can definitely tell the days that you're not on not on schedule or not following a routine. Everything is everything is different, huh? Exactly. What is your advice for someone making an important decision? Understand what the reasons for that is. Find out what that decision is for. What the end result is. Um, you know, uh, is it serving the audience that you're working with and the audience could be your family or your clients? Uh, is that decision going to make them better? Uh, and if you make it about others as opposed to yourself, it'll probably be a uh, good decision. And as, as long as it also follows with your own core values, a lot of people don't uh, look at what the decision is based on what they do, but what others want. But if it doesn't, uh, fill within your core values, that's a, that could be a concern. You've worked with a lot of major companies, uh, helping them redefine networking and uh, basically just conduct their business differently. Can you tell me how what set you on the path that you're on now? You know, uh, it's interesting enough. Um, you know, I'm speaking right now, and this would never have happened. Um, I used to have a, a stutter for 40 years, and it was, um, you know, I, I talk a lot about blind spots in people's lives, and there's a lot of things that are in people's people's ways that they don't even know what's in the way. And But they just keep on going. And just like I did, I went on for 40 years without knowing what caused the stutter. I know I wasn't born with it, but it came on. And it came on when I migrated to Canada uh, in 1976. And my teacher asked me at that point, he says, can you come and uh, share your story with, uh, with the class? And I got up there and I started talking. And of course, English wasn't my first language at that point. And the kids started laughing. And racism was a big thing at that point in the, in the 70s. 
and it uh, really affected me. And uh, you know, I became I became a real small person. I went back in my seat, and literally the next day, my stutter had started. Now I didn't know that until about six years ago, when um, I read uh, Bob Berg's uh, The Go Givers uh, book, which was given to me by a good friend of mine. And she goes, you know, Licky, you follow these five principles really well, but if you put them all together, I think you'll be a very successful person. So, and I enjoyed it, and I, I literally gave away over 200 of these books. Wow, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and I reached out to Bob. Uh, I had an IT company at one point, and I sold that. And I reached out to Bob. I said, you know, I, I want to get into uh, preaching what you do, like coaching on it, if there's a method of doing that. He goes, you know, I'd love for you to be a speaker. I said, well, I can't be a speaker. I've got a stutter. And he goes, okay, well, come on down. Let's just uh, be part of our coaches program, and we'll see how that goes. And we went down for a three-day, I said, I went down for a three-day workshop uh, with him and eight other people. And the last day, we did this exercise. And I was, imagine a room full of eight people or 10 people. And one person gets up and starts acknowledging you and appreciating you for the person that you are. And keep in mind, these people have only known you for 36 hours. They don't know you for, for a lifelong. And it went around. So, you know, person one would get up and appreciate me. And person two, same thing. Person three, same thing. And these were words that I thought I hadn't heard ever. So by the fourth or fifth person went down, I was actually in tears. I broke down. And Bob goes, what's going on? And I said, well, you know, um, I'm hearing words that my family and friends have been telling me for years. But I refuse to listen to them. And literally the next morning on my flight back, my stutter had gone because the passenger started talking to me and I started talking back to her and quickly realized the stutter was gone. Wow. That's so incredible. That was my impetus of change of helping others to find what their blind spots were. Then I came back and started thinking about what caused that. And I, you know, I picked up a mentor, a coach, and we started working back and forth about figuring out what are the blind spots I had. And Literally, you know, two months ago is when I really realized when the blind spot was occurred for me, which was the the stutter, which was back in 1976. Wow, that's incredible. And so you've gone from having a stutter and having a hard time to even communicate one on one to now you're a keynote speaker at major lectures. And yeah, and uh, that's that's an incredible story. It's, I'm so glad you shared that. Oh, you're welcome. And, you know, it's uh, it just goes to show that. <clears throat> Uh, we're all uh, in our little limiting beliefs and we don't know what's possible. Um, I could never, like even this call right now that we're having, I could never do this. I would be afraid of this conversation. But now I get in front of thousands of people and it's uh, it's a high because I know I'm spreading a, a word that's important to me. That's awesome. You're very well-spoken, very clear. And if you had not told me, I would have no clue that you'd ever had a stutter. So that's pretty pretty amazing progress you've made. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so I know you mentioned the go-givers, um, if you could recommend one book for our audience, what would that be? Well, it would be the go-givers, you know, it, uh, by Bob Berg, you know, and of course the second book would be mine when it comes out, but right now it's definitely the go-givers. Okay. What's your book going to be titled? You know, um, I, I think it's going to be, what's your BS and BS could stand for blind spots or it could stand for whatever you want BS to stand for. Okay. I like that. Well, let me know when that comes out, and we'll uh, we'll update your show notes and put a link in there to your to your book when it's when it's available. Perfect. Thanks. What character traits do you value the most? 
you know, um, honesty, <clears throat> integrity, you know, those are the keywords everybody says. But somebody who really wants to connect, um, to me, uh, a conversation about, you know, about just about business and just getting to know each other because they want something, it's so transparent. And yeah. I'm more about a full connection, getting to know people, um, getting to know what they're about, what the families are about, what they do for a living and how they got into it. Not about what they're trying to sell, but really how, what the impetus was of the, of the shift. And what they love to do, I'm a, I'm an avid cyclist and I love cycling. So I want to find out what other people are up to. That's awesome. You rode bike or mountain bike? I, I rode bike. It's probably safer. I, I just broke my leg in 19 places. Had a, uh, I was in the hospital 24 days, almost lost my leg over a, a little mountain biking accident I had. So I'm oh. back up now off the crutches and stuff, but I, I would love to get into the road biking, but that's, that's definitely a more of a endurance sport, huh? Well, it is, but I don't know if it's be safer than mountain biking. I mean, you're dealing with road, you're dealing with cars and trucks, you know, yeah. on the road. So uh, at least in, in mountain biking, it's a you know you can you can try and avoid that tree, but a moving truck coming at you, you can't really avoid it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. How do you push through tough times? You know, um, self reflection, self awareness. Um, it's 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 a tough. Uh, it's a tough trait to start, try, you know, mindfulness is important and we all want to learn about mindfulness and I'm still trying to develop it. I think there's, it's, it's an ongoing practice and it's uh, taking a uh, taking a deep breath. Um, I used to be a very reactive person. Uh, you know, somebody would do something and it cuts you off and you start getting upset right away. But now it's, you know, you don't know what they're up to. You don't know what, what's going on in their mind and where, where they're having to go to. Um, so it's it's a real um, taking a deep breath before making a, a quick decision, okay. and that's kind of how I get through things these days. And I write it out. Uh, you know, I go to my mentors if it's a really big decision, and I go to my my wife. Uh, you know, we've been married thirty years, and I go to her for a lot of advice. We, we bounce ideas back and forth. That's awesome. What inspires you? <laughs> you know, um, I, I love working with people that are struggling without them even knowing they're struggling. And I love having conversations with them. And by the time we finish that conversation, you can see the little twinkle in their eyes about the possibility that could be new. And that's what inspires me to keep on doing what I do. It's that shifting of relationships, shifting of conversations, shifting of organizations. You know, I had a, I had a client that I picked up uh, about a year ago. And she was uh, struggling in business and she didn't know what she was going to do. She was trying to sell. And I said, you know, let's just sit down and have a chat. Let's see where you're at. And all of a sudden we started talking about her background and what she was going through in life and what the, what the blind spots were. And all of a sudden we shifted from her being in survival mode to being a real creative mode. And now she's just excelling. And that's what inspires me to make a shift for people because I was that person who was in debt. And got out of it because I had a mentor helping me go through that. That's incredible. Yeah, that that's awesome. You've gone from, like I said, again, having a hard time even talking to people to now being a mentor and a leader, and you're affecting the lives of thousands of people all over the world. So that's that's absolutely amazing that you're that you've made that change and that you're helping other people to make the same changes. Well, thank you. And you know, it's uh, I've got a goal for 2020. It's 20,000 people in 2020. That's kind of what my goal is for next year. So getting out there in front of large conferences and having conversations to people. That's awesome. How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? Uh, sorry, how do I manage and prioritize opportunities? Yeah, I'm sure well, you've got a lot of opportunities coming at you. So, You know, I, I never say no to a conversation. 
because um, you just don't know where that conversation could lead to, uh, what their what their needs are. So we will always talk to people. Um, but again, I do have to prioritize. Uh, right now, I'm actually doing a course, which takes a big chunk of my time. Uh, but then also, if I don't have communication, I'm not impacting people's lives. So I, I just talk and I'm a networker. Uh, my wife says, I don't know how you keep on going. You're like an energizer bunny. You keep on going and you don't get tired. I get energy from being out. I get energy from being in networking environments. I get energy from talking to people and inspiring and getting inspired by people as well because it's a two-way conversation. So the more you talk to people, the more they're inspiring you as well because you're starting to see some blind spots because you see their blind spots. You're actually looking within yourself as well for what's happening in your way. That's awesome. Love that. I've got one more question for you. More introspective here. Uh, What advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? My 18-year-old self? Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting. I've got a 19-year-old son right now. So uh, uh, it's like looking in the mirror. And the advice I give him right now, just do what you're doing. Uh, Don't change. Don't try to be somebody else. So at 18, um, you know, I I dropped out of high school. um, And that was probably the... The toughest decision for me because when I was when I had that stutter, school was a very difficult part for me, and I was labeled as ADHD. But I wasn't ADHD. Um, I just learned differently. I learned visually as opposed to being labeled. And when you, when you're labeled, you you live with that. And that was the the biggest challenge for me. So when I was 18, I quit school. I started traveling. I started. I actually moved to Dallas for a couple of years. Um, I think all of those things helped me become who I am today. You know, um, uh, I, I think a university education probably would have shortened my learning skills, but I don't think it would have given me the life skills that I've gotten today. So I keep on telling my son, just keep on doing what you want, be passionate, but don't waste your life. Just learn from it. Every, everything you make a mistake on, learn from it, see how what the le- teaching point is on it. That's awesome, man. I love that advice. Thanks. Hey, thank you so much for sharing. I, I appreciate you taking your time to be on the show. I know you're very busy and you've you've got a lot going on, so I sure appreciate you sharing with our audience. You're very welcome. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks again. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.